I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello dreamers and welcome to your very own factory. It's the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where the winner will get exclusive access to the Dream Factory app. It's not only a way of listening back to the entire back catalogue of episodes, which would be value for money at 19.99 in of itself. <laughs> There's also access to exclusive content, like Joel's Food Diary, which, is, I mean, that's a lot of content. Extensive. It's extensive content. And also, learn neurotic French with John. Neurotic French? A great app. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it's you said erotic be... French, and I thought... Um, absolutely not. Totally that's wrong. just French. That's French. That's I find... Otherwise neur- known as French. Yeah. I, knew, I know neuroticism as eroticism, so... Yeah, neurotic fiction. You love it, don't you? <laughs> I'm Joel, a man who puts the fox in... Air is made up of oxygen and carbon dioxide. And across from me is John Harris, a man who became so paranoid about eating five fruit or vegetables a day in the mid to late 2000s, he once consumed his own Adam's apple. Hey. Hello, John. How you doing? I don't have an Adam's apple. Literally, what did I just say? Yeah. You're like, I've only had four. It's 11.59. You just tore it out of your own neck. Well, the problem was you kept eating it. It kept falling out of the hole that you just made. Yeah, embarrassing, really. And in the end, you just put your hand over the hole as you swallowed. Yeah, all of that. That's fun. Before we start this week's episode, I have a corrections corner, as promised last week from the episode we did with Boyd Hilton. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know if I even need to say this one, because I, I actually feel like it's extremely pedantic. But Luke Owen, former guest on this podcast, got in touch to let us know the, you know, tiny little slight miscorrection that we may have made that... Jim Henson, that we spoke of as being very alive, has been dead for 27 years. But He's alive in our hearts, that's the thing. Yeah, 20, what's, yeah. Oh, 20, it was like yesterday. Kermit's still alive, right? Uh, I've met Elmo. Oh, stop showing up. I've actually met Elmo. How was he? But I've heard he's a bit of a diva off screen. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? He's really horrible, actually. Bit of a problem with the old yeah. booze as well. No eye contact, but that was fine because I don't really do eye contact no, anyway. So yeah. he, he thought I'd already got the brief. But it just turns out I just don't like looking in people's eyes. How did he arrive when you met him? What? Did you just stroll in? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he smelled of smoke. Oh, God. 
Is, that, me. is it libelous? Is it, can I libel Elmo? Can you like? Can you? I don't even be defamatory of a character, can you? I don't know. It's a great question. I mean, you couldn't say, for example, Big Birds and. Um, John, we're here to pitch films, not you know, guess as to whether people are alive or not. So why don't you hit me with a film pitch? What about this one from Stevie? Secret agent has to keep a farm quiet to save the world. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> why is it a secret agent? Because they're saving the world. Oh, well, you just think a farmer has to save the world? Yeah. Okay. It's more fun, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't think, like, you can't imagine... James Bond, he can turn his hand to pretty much anything. But mm. farming? I don't know. A farmer? Better. Because, yeah, I there's some fun to be had where it's a bit like speed, but with decibels rather than speed. He's got... Yeah, okay. So he's planted... He is doing his little night stroll. Just a little one. How many lambs has he got? 17. Mm, I feel like this isn't going to be too difficult to keep them quiet. He's got an entire farm. The pun is just silence of the lambs. He's got an entire farm to keep quiet. I was going to say, because also, a lamb's bleat's never that loud. Mm. Whereas a cow's moo. You're in trouble. trouble. You're in trouble. um, Muzzles? Are we talking about muzzles here? But how can it graze? mm. God, there's so many problems and pitfalls. I can really see why he's stressing so much. Well, I mean, the first one is the 6am cockerel. Yeah. That's one of Big the time. loudest sounds on a farm. It's, yeah, well, classically. That's how you wake up in the morning. Is it too bleak? It's an alarm cock. Is it, is it too bleak to say that he finds out just before the cockerel's about to do his thing and he kills it? No, that's great. <laughs> how does he kill it? And wh- So you, you're telling me he finds out at 5.58. How does he find out? He sees Phone it. call. For, oh, yeah, because I was going to say, my, until you said phone call where the, you know, terrorist or whatever, mm. is the terrorist from another farm or is it like... <laughs> a rival farm. Mm. No, it's unknown. Yeah, there's not a reveal till the end. He just gets a phone call. Okay. I, I think he can't have the phone call at two minutes to six because I'm thinking if someone called me two minutes before my alarm went off and said, if you don't keep everything in your house quiet, yeah. it's the end of the world. I'd be like, ah... I don't never buy this. I'm not going to act on it in the next 60 seconds. 5.30. 5.30. That's enough time to convince Half me. Half an hour of panicking. Half an hour of constant phone calls. I mean this. Yeah. And maybe maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't shush the cockerel. The cockerel yeah. crows. Does a cockerel crow? Yeah. Difficult to know, isn't it? Mm. And this is literally one of the first things you learn in life. What noises animals make. No, know, that's yeah. like a vulture. Sort of a dinosaur. Yeah, I'm not happy um, A cockerel goes cock-a-doodle-doo, mate. Oh yeah, good point. And, I, mm, but what do you call that? Does it do really they? do that though? Oh yeah. You ever been on a farm? It's like owls don't actually go twit twit. They just do one of the noises. You just hear multiple owls. Oh. Yeah. Sad, Who, isn't it? Don't tell me how many owls I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> don't assume my yeah, ears. Exactly. Um anyway, yeah, okay, so, so yeah. No, I know where you're going with this. So he doesn't believe it. So he wipes out like a field it. of pigs or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. all like, the cockerel goes, ah, and it explodes. Nice. And then he gets another call and he goes, do you believe me now? Yeah. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Farmer Joe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and so Farmer Joe then, in a comedy caper, runs around the farm trying to tell everyone to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. And I think at the end, it is a lamb that sets off the nuclear device. Oh, no. And everyone dies. Yeah. Good, good. That's you like? I, I love it, mate. I love it. Um, how about this one? So... There's an article on the BBC today that's been sent in um, by Cameron. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, mate, I've had to make some adjustments. But basically, <laughs> there's an article from Newsbeat pontificating on to, as to why Post Malone's so unlucky. 
He's really unlucky. Oh, I, yeah, I've seen this. So he's super unlucky. Like his, um, he was on a plane and the tyres burst and it was a panic. Then his car crashed. He's, uh, he has a really bad run of luck. And a lot of people are saying it's because when he was on Most Haunted in America, there was some sort of box with scary stuff in. Yeah. And it's, they're saying it's haunting him. And he disrespected it in some way. Yeah, yeah, he told it to... Flip to off. Go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Cameron sent in The Haunting of Post Malone. Now I'll start with that, Cameron. The film's called Ghost Malone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there is some sort of like mumble rapping ghost haunting Post Malone everywhere he goes and causing bad luck. It's like Final Destination of SoundCloud rappers. What do these ghosts look like physically? Are we talking like. They've the- got face tattoos. Oh, that's my bad question. Hair. Yeah, yeah. So they're not like clouds because they're not like Casper, basically. Little cloud. Yeah. Yeah. What is... What's it all about, mate? What do you mean? Are we old? I don't get it. Lil Peep, Lil Pump, Lil Zan. Oh, the Lils. Yeah. And Posts. Maybe it's been haunted by the three Lils. Mm. And they're, they're, they're... Oh, it's the Lil of rapping past. The li- Oh, mate, you are going to love this. <laughs> Strap in. Strap in, kids. Right, so it's the Lil of rapping past. Yeah. Lil Kim. Yeah. The Lil of rapping future. No, look, present. That's yeah. the order the tenses are going. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. I'm just keep you on your toes. Lil Pump. Yeah. And the Lil of Rapping Future. Lil Lil. Yeah, it's the, Lilt. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way it can go is with double Lil. And they, and they Where does Lil Wayne through. sit on this? I, I, do you know what? My, heart, my brain was being... I was racking my brain the whole way through. I think I was maybe chucking him in the present, but I mean, he's not really done anything in a long time. Mm, no. Um, he'll crop up. Don't you worry about it. Okay, we'll cool. find We'll, we'll find room for Lil Bauer. Lil Bauer. Lil Bauer. <laughs> he is definitely there. He actually plays a dog. Oh, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. He's talking Post dog. Malone's talking dog. Oh, great. Yeah. He calls him Lil Bauer. <laughs> it's great. And so Post Malone goes on a trip through what rapping used to be, what it is now and what it will be in the future. Amazing. And he changes his ways, and he comes back with an amazing album. Yeah. And the album's in the box that's been haunting him. And Lil Lil... Yeah. Lil Lil is like, he goes to see Lil Lil, and Lil Lil's How like, tall is Lil Lil? <laughs> and he's like, there's too much mumbling, so yeah. he has to change the course of future rap. This is great. And Lil Lil never exists. And amazing. that's a happy ending, and I think. Yeah, it is. Because Lil Lil becomes Lil Big. <laughs> and he really raps well. Yeah, amazingly. Yeah, he's so Perfect good. enunciation. Yeah. But he's still really small. <laughs> I really like this film. Yeah. Yeah, get it made. Cool. All right. Uh, another one? Yeah, Catherine wants to know about the people who do menial jobs in evil villain layers. It's a good question. Yeah. Austin Powers covered this off pretty well, didn't it? What do they do? do remember that? the first Austin Powers? So the in Austin Powers, one of the best jokes, and there's a lot in the original Austin Powers, and I'll stand by that till mm. the day I die. Uh, no one's really ever taking me up on it but if they do I'm ready to die for it Um, uh, (laughs) believe but one of the gags is that you know obviously they dispense of henchmen left right and centre in in those sort of movies that it's parodying so whenever he sort of kills a punchman it shows his like domestic life and like his wife and kids really like crying that he's not there and they show him like growing up and wanting to be a henchman (laughs) it's a really good gag yeah so yeah so uh, they they didn't take it as far as to say you know the janitors what's the janitor doing Yeah. yeah It's a good point. Like, people do end up, must end up working for evil corporations. Yeah, for sure. You know? and, and, you know, like, they might claim that there's some sort of... Because I think I could easily... Like there must be cleaners in Guantanamo Bay. But they know what they're, they're there. Like, whereas I think the proper, like, evil villain layers, like the ones inside volcanoes, I think there's a front. 
I think they pretend they're some sort of tech giant you've never heard of. They look after cloud data. No, I can't imagine a tech giant being evil. Not for a second. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Like, I think... Because I think if you're doing a job like reception or... You know, being a janitor, <laughs> yeah, but you don't you need know, to know what the top of the, the job. The people that will be calling up <laughs> or coming into reception, like someone with a fucking eye patch. Uh, Mister <laughs> Mister J Death's here to see you. Oh, job. <laughs> yeah, good fun, good fun. Yeah, mm, yeah, I think that's really great. I, I'd like, I would like to know the backstory, and maybe they would like lead a rebellion against the villain. I mean, yeah. we wouldn't need a superhero, but it would be me and your. Imagine job if people. you, in your day job, you listening found out that what you thought you were doing... Who builds that layer? Exactly. Who builds the layer? I'm more interested in that. I, I think you could hoodwink some janitors in, mm. but when you're building the layer and you're like... Like someone, you know, in Austin Powers, again, someone had to put lasers on the shark heads. Yeah. That can be, that can be for no good. So, yeah, you're right. Who's doing that? Who's developing these things? You're like making... Why do you want so many trapdoors, for example? Ex- yeah, and you're making all the offices and all that stuff, and it seems like pretty standard stuff, and then eventually you start, like, yeah, building, you know... A trapdoor above the alligators and stuff, and you you have to go home, and it's like that Mitchell Webb sketch where you have to turn to your your partner at home and say, "I, I think I'm I one of the bad guys." The bad guys, yeah. I cleaned up a lot of body parts today. <laughs> have you got another film for us, John? Uh, yeah. What about this one from James? Stan and Ollie, someone who's a massive fan of Ollie Murs. <laughs> I feel like this is probably achievable. Yeah. I reckon there's no. There, there's definitely some Ollie stands out there. Yeah. I've actually just realised, because I was thinking, how do we make like a super fan plot, blah, blah, blah. And then I realised, oh, then we're just making the song Stan by Eminem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just for... Hence the name, hence the Stan yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. I was just, yeah. There's already a narrative to the Stan concept. Mm. But this I, one's got to be a slapstick comedy. You know, you were talking about uh, mumble rappers and SoundCloud rappers and all the lils, mm-hmm. and you were saying it makes you feel old. And I, I definitely have felt 100 years old thinking... You know, looking at Post Malone and thinking you're really going to regret those face tattoos yeah. when, when you'll stop being a rapper. Turn down that racket. Feels, feels yeah. like a real... Makes it, I also feel a bit old when I think... You, fan was already a word. You've yeah. made the same length word. No, I know, I know, but it's beyond being a fan. Yeah? Yeah, like I'm a fan of Cool Original Doritos. <laughs> I don't stand Cool Original Doritos. <laughs> Chilly Heatwave, yes. <laughs> so you need a word to differentiate these things. You do know? you think anyone stands Cool Original Doritos? Get in touch. So, uh, how, where, where do you rate them, mate? And I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to get, I don't want to get into like your limes and all those sort of nitty gritty, but I'm talking blue, orange, red in order of preference. I from worst to best Joel and I uh, went to a gig recently uh, Everything Everything and earlier in the day him and a few other mates came round and we you know being a real lad I bought a bunch of Doritos flavours and one of the one of, one of us among the party we opened a packet of cool original Doritos and then before that first packet had finished he just opened another one yeah. even though we had other flavours available what, what I I thought of that guy is that <laughs> He thinks because it says cool on the packet, if he keeps eating them, maybe <laughs> some's going to rub off, you know? I'm telling you. An original. He needs a few more packets of that crisp. That's right, he doesn't listen. Uh, <laughs> not supportive, mate, but he loves his crisp. Uh, anyway, come on. Blue, orange, red. Or- oh. Order from worst to best. Oh, I do like the cool original. Um, I actually like them all. I'm going to say off the top of my head. Worst. Cool original, then Chili Heatwave, then the yellow. Oh, I thought you you'd say Chili Heatwave. Hilly Cheat Weave. Yeah, Hilly Cheat Weave. wig that I wear. Yeah, yeah. Um, write that down for next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done the Doritos trilogy. It's like the Cornetto trilogy, but 
Savory. Oh, that's good. I like that. All right. Edit all of that out. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're in for a surprise next week. <laughs> Whew, I've just had a great idea. Good. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> no, but do I? <laughs> do you Doritos? listen? Do we just talk about Doritos on this podcast? <laughs> Is that right? It's a snack cast. Chipsticks. Oh, yeah. let's do the... Let's sack this up, mate. <laughs> Come on, the snack cast. Just eating Chris into the microphone. Oh, it's... Well, way back when, it's about someone who was a stan of Oli You were saying that you're a stan of Chili Heatwave. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, that, that was, I mean, that was one of the, that was one of a, that was a real tangent. A tangent, yeah. <laughs> actually. That's if you really love tangents. Because you can be a fangent, right? You can do a little one every now and again, a little diversion. But if you're a stangent, you're sticking to that diversion uh, as far as it goes. I imagine The post ramble of this show is going to be Joel Lists Crisps. <laughs> Imagine being a stangen, like obsessed with going off on tangents. You'd be well, so annoying to talk. You just to. have tangents upon tangents. <laughs> yeah, and it'd be very difficult. Yeah, you'd be you'd be impossible to talk to. Yeah, can you imagine having something where it's just all about the tangents? All about the tangents. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you got any more? Do you want another one? If that's okay. I'll give you another one, mate. There's something about Mary Berry. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Don't you think? That's not a film <laughs> suggestion. Uh, I send from Claire. There's something about Mary Berry. Yeah? What? What's the plot of There's Something About Mary? So we've done There's Something About Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. But this is Mer- Mary Berry. Yeah. It's not Mary Berry, is it? <laughs> Why has my brain just decided <laughs> it's Mary Berry? Mary Berry. So what, hang on, what's the plot of something about Mary? What's the plot of Bake Off? I think it's a lot of people falling in love with her, including Lee Evans. Well, a nation's fallen in love with Mary, Mary Berry. Berry. Look, the problem is, as always... It gets, she has to get spunk in her hair. That's the thing. That's ever all anyone remembers that, that, from that's that the problem, right? And that's what that's what that Claire magazine? wants. That's what Claire wants us to talk about. Mm. She wants to know which you know. And also, look, are you a fan of the Bake Off? Um, no, I stand Bake Off. Do you? Yeah, fair play. And look, they're getting more and more experimental with the things they're putting into these cakes. Oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's not long before we get a little spermy sponge, and mm. Mary dives into it head first. Comes out. <laughs> Big quiff. Paul can't uh, say anything, can he? Not, what? 
Not to marry Barry. What? What about there's Pr- something? Prue, about- he would. Prue, he would say something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what about if it is like a family-friendly film that kind of follows the plot without any of the sexiness? So it's just green. icing. Icing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that was my initial thought. But yeah. I thought funny to talk about spunk, isn't it? Well, yeah. I guess. Always. I'm a bit bored of jizz. <laughs> I've said, said it once I've said it a thousand times you, I'm uh, over jizz well, I'm really over it where are you getting so much jizz oh I don't, don't ask you can't move for jizz <laughs> yeah most podcasts are just jizz based content nowadays what are you listening to Scrooby's Pip yeah um Serial <laughs> is that I mean, you missed the obvious libel? one have I yeah my dad wrote a porno Oh, yeah. there's no such thing as a jizz. No, was, oh, yeah, you did well there, because I was trying to think of a fun <laughs> one, and then the reveal was going to be one that I'd ever have wanted, I couldn't think of any. Cool. Um, <laughs> Do you want another one from me before we move on to our own? Yeah, right. This one comes from Flash. Taxi driver Adam Driver becomes a London cabbie who clumsily tries to use the force to take the long way round and give bigger tips. How, how's the Adam force? Driver. Yeah, I, look. Adam it's a, it's a serviceable pun. <laughs> but how do you use the force to have longer routes? Because you know, I thought you'd only be using the force to make the route shorter. Oh, uh, use the force to like... Create new roads? Pull up London Bridge. So oh, that he's God, like, oh, bloody hell. do the diversion, well, like, mate. Quietly doing it down to his, down to his right-hand side. <laughs> that's, that's You're right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big force thing. Because the biggest force thing... Is no, it's not. No, but it's not. There's got to be like... You know, he later on he kills himself by meditation. <laughs> he, you know, that's harder than bringing up an X-wing. But you're right; the X-wing thing takes a lot of focus. How much energy is he having to expel to bring up London Bridge? Mm-hmm. Would he be better off just bringing the barrier down? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah barrier also, down. Also, is London Bridge? London Bridge isn't one of the ones that goes up. Is it not? Oh, so, you what well, Tower Bridge? One of the bridges. Well, yeah, Tower Bridge, fine. Yeah, don't be pulling up London Bridge. <laughs> he has <laughs> to break nightmare. London he has Bridge. To break London Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> and also. No, no cabbies going south of the river that time of night anyway, mate. So, <laughs> what about? Have you ever, has that ever actually ever actually been the cab? Well, that's the thing. That's like a famous cab thing, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Mm. One time I was in Shoreditch and I, I I was with my girlfriend and we went to get an Uber to South mm. London, which was going to be pricey. Yeah. And the driver showed up, and then as he got there, just changed his mind. So, I recently learned about Ubers. They don't know the destination until you're in the car. Oh, so maybe that was when he just suddenly Isn't disappeared. That mad. That Isn't is that mad. Yes. So, because I, I was in an Uber with this guy recently, and he said that he was in Arsenal once, and fans got in after a game, and they were going to Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do it? Yeah. He got there in the car. But then also, it was a five hundred like, quid trip. I was about to say yeah. he, it probably was worthwhile. Yeah, but he had to do fourteen hours of driving with his family. That's weird to spend an amount, that amount of time with the family, isn't it? That is fascinating. Good film idea. Hang on. Uh, cut the bit out and ima- oh you wait till next week guys <laughs> this week's going to be very short though yeah but whew, <laughs> worth it what else could Adam Driver do using the force to get round London and have to do longer routes just make the meter go up quick yeah, yeah. but then mm, yeah oh wait how diligent can't he do just watch? do the thing where he waves his hand over them and goes 40 quid please 40 quid and they'll go it was 40 quid yeah there you go move on yeah that's good um how diligently are you watching a meter when you're in a cab? Um, a li- I keep an eye on it. I keep an eye on it for the first three minutes and the last three minutes. 
Mm. So there could be some, you could do some serious tampering in the middle, I reckon. Do you think it could go up and down in the middle bit and you wouldn't notice? Also, what's it based, yeah, what's it, uh, when's it going down? <laughs> what's it based on? Is it time or distance? Oh, mate, that's a great question. Isn't that one of the great questions? Any cabbies listening, please let us know. Yeah, just sort of lean over and say, <laughs> yeah, mate, it's based on, uh, it's based on distance. I... I've always wanted to know, but I'll be quite sad when I do know because it's one of life's great mysteries, isn't it? It's like when you find out that the thing on the toaster isn't time. What did you think it was? Toastiness. But it is. That is also <laughs> yeah. that because the longer it's in the toaster, the toastier it gets. Yeah. But I was like, I like mine at about a four. That's four minutes. But it's is, not four minutes, is it's it? It's not a minute a digit, though, is well, it? So what does it mean? It's arbitrary numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Why but not? It makes any sense. Oh, mate. Mm, I think the people that make the meters and cabs and make toaster timers are the same company. The Dream Factory. Come for the funny film ideas. Stay to question everything. One for the stangents. Right, John, should we do our own film ideas? Yeah. All right. Do you want mine? Yeah, go on. Mission is possible. Ah. It's a really, everyone it's a short so film. far. It's just a short five-minute film. Ah. And they just crack cute. it. Yeah, it's a really easy mission. Cruise? Cruise is in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we could only afford him for five minutes. Mm. So we had to change the format up quite a bit. What is a mission that is possible? I mean, most other missions that we don't see in the Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah, and at what point do they say, we need to get the IMF to do this? Like, they, they must get a mission, like the FBI or someone. Mm. Oh, there's our mission. They must review it and go, nah, this is, it. This is this impossible. Is, yeah, we'll get those guys in. Yeah. And so they must have, due to an administrative error... One slip through the net. No, it was, someone didn't want to do it because it was like the last week. Ah, uh, so they just sent it to IMF. It goes to the IMF, and it's like delivering some post. <laughs> but, you know, it all goes wrong. Because oh, okay. it has to go wrong. It goes wrong. Way, yeah. A little bit, but he still does it. Yeah. And I mean, at the beginning, before it's even gone wrong, Tom Cruise is slightly milking it, like parkour and stuff. Yeah, even yeah though to he doesn't get need. to the letterbox. <laughs> and what he actually, actually does, because it's one of those messages that will self-destruct. Yeah. He accidentally steams the envelope open when he's making himself a little pot noodle. And the, me- <laughs> and the message self-destructs, and he has to try oh. and piece it together. Oh. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Oh, thank you. Favourite pot noodle? Rate them. <laughs> oh, No. Uh, this one comes... The answer's Bombay Bad Boy. Um, I mean, I've, I'm bringing this one up as mine, but it is actually technically from a guy. I mean, he hasn't added us, but I assume he meant to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like a typo. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's from at Kanye West. Uh, and yeah. he says... He's not, he doesn't really get Twitter. No, exactly. So he's he must have missed us. But he says, we're creating a film called Spiritual Telephone. Uh, it, well, what I'm really annoyed about is that he's announced this so, without our permission. Because obviously <laughs> the three of us have been working on this project for quite a while. <laughs> what do you think Spiritual Telephone's about? <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. Who, is it a direct line to the ghosts? So I remember... That's what I think of it being. I remember when I was in Catholic primary school... And they would, like, it was a metaphor. Like, you know, praying is like your telephone to uh, God. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, you know. Yeah. Hey. It's free after 7pm and on weekends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So maybe it's that. Maybe it's him calling. Can you call reverse charge to God? Great question. Have you ever called reverse charge? God, if you're listening, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> we can call I, reverse charge you if you need. What I thought spiritual telephone could be, what my immediate vision was, was that you know those mediums that go around theatres being mediums and saying I've get, yeah. I'm getting a t- someone with a T in their name yeah and then Terry will stand up you know that kind of thing yeah. someone who's been so successful at that they've opened a call centre where you call up and they're like and it's like hundreds of them just churning through these spiritual messages so you alright you're the call centre yeah. I'm the, <laughs> yeah. so ring 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 hello this is spiritual telephone who am I speaking with John How, uh, I'm getting a J <laughs> 
Wait a second, wait a second. Don't say your name. Don't say your name. I'm getting a J. Is it something like Ron with a J in it? Is it something like Ron with a J in it? Um, oh, is this John? Yes. Wow. Yeah, Amazing. I knew it was John. They've also got caller ID. <laughs> John, why are you calling us today at Spiritual Telephone? I'd like to talk to my old pet hamster that I had as a kid. I'm just going to put you on hold there for a second. Do. And I'm YouTubing hamster sounds. Now I'm going to a YouTube to MP3 converter. And I find it's really difficult to find one that works because they, the internet seems to be banning them. Oh, but it used to be a really good one. But yeah. You have to choose about 10 now, and there's a lot of ads pop up and everything. And, you can, and the, the hold isn't that great. And occasionally you can hear me go <laughs> in the background. And dude. <laughs> I really like I'm downloading it because the quality wasn't great, so I'm tidying it up in Adobe at the moment, I'm making it a bit louder. And also, I'm, it was only three seconds, so I'm really looping it. <laughs> I really like the idea. You know, you can actually get it where you can just play the YouTube video through the sound rather than having to do the downloading and cleaning up, right? Yeah. But yeah. you do that and it just starts playing an advert. <laughs> <laughs> Please skip. Uh, the Nun. <laughs> so I come off hold now. Yeah. Uh, John, what was your hamster's name? Max. I've got Max on the line now. No way. Uh, squeak, 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 squeak. And then I hit pause. And What's he, he saying? He's saying he loves you very much. <laughs> Avenge his death. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? I have a conspiracy theory that my mum killed Max. <laughs> well, ah, there you go. There you go. We're getting a lot out of this phone call. It's really good, isn't it? This is quite a good idea. It's like Jamster. Do you remember Jamster? Anyway, that call cost you 15 quid. Oh, great. Yeah. What's your theory about it? Oh, all right, stick around for the post ramble because John's going to spill the beans. On the disappearance of Max. This could be our true crime podcast. Shit. Anyway, right, let's rattle through this, because that is, that's the exciting thing. I think that just about brings us to the end of the show, John. Um, we need to pick a winner from all of those. I really liked the Ghost Malone one. Yeah, Ghost Malone. That was Cameron. Thank you very much, Cameron. You're a really great stand-up guy. Or gal. Um, we know it's the end of the show, because there is a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. And entering the room, it's a, the ghost of a hamster and the ghost of a rapper from SoundCloud. And the hamster's got face tattoos. <laughs> John. Hello. Your mum killed Max. Talk to me. <laughs> Get some plinky plinky piano over this. Is that? Serial cancel season three. We've got it right here. <laughs> Is it liable to, to claim that my mum killed Hamster? No. And you've got theories, right? Yeah. You can back this up with evidence. I believe, I, I think this is what you have to do because um, I, I am not law trained. I believe that my mother allegedly killed my Hamster Max mm -hmm, when I mm -hmm, was a kid. Mm -hmm. Basically, she, uh, she, gave him some snacks that had garlic in and you're not supposed to give garlic to hamsters because they're so small and it will thin the blood and it will cause them to have heart. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Mm. It probably wasn't though. You just, you know. That is very <sighs> When you go through mom. stuff like that, you you, you, you want to lash out, you know? Yeah. And find a, someone to blame. Um, yeah, and it is very my mum. She She's not cooked a meal without garlic since. In honour. <laughs> I don't think she'd done before. No, no I mean... That's a, that's a really rubbish honour. She actually just started reappropriating the garlic application. Very clever. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cosy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewellery, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.